What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Welcome. Welcome. Do you? I'm Colleen. I'm Ashley. Call. What you sipping on? Okay, I'm double fisting right now. You're double fister sister. Absolutely. (laughs) So for those of you uh, who are with us today, we are recording earlier than normal. Normally we record in the evenings, which lends itself to beer for me. But today we're recording earlier. Mm. We're also going to our nephew's birthday in a couple hours. So I'm keeping it responsible for the moment. In one fist, I have liquid IV because hydration. Right. In the other fist, I have a Synergy Organic Kombucha. It is the Mystic Mango flavor. Mm -hmm. And it is bomb. I love mango flavored Mm -hmm. kombucha. Ash, what are you sipping on? Well, I I put in a request. John was out eating someplace. I don't know. It was called like Little Brothers. I'm like, he's like, do you want anything? I'm like, never heard of it. And then he said, well, do you want us to stop somewhere? And I said, yes, at this juice bar. So he brought me home this smoothie. I talked to him mm. with that's over on our Instagram. You've seen it. If you follow us on Instagram, I downed that baby on the because We just finished recording a Patreon episode. That was so freaking good. Mm-hmm. And then I've moved on to this juice, but I'm almost done with that one. This had like pineapple, ginger, apple, spinach, parsley, whatever. So that's what I'm drinking right now. You were double fisting as well. I was double fisting also. Yeah. And then I've got a bottle of water here. You're triple fisting. Trip fit. Trip fist. For those of you listening, stop the episode right now if you are also not double fisting and go out there and get two beverages get of it. choice and come you back. Get we'll you get you something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And also oh when God. you were like, oh, normally we record later so that lends itself to drinking beer, I was like, or whatever, I was like, what? Like it yeah. doesn't matter what time of day it is calling you. you. I know you're right. I mean, it's 4.45 here where I am. So, and yeah. also remember when I was like throughout the challenge where it was like, it's having cake cause it's somebody's birthday somewhere. Right. So it's like, yes. this, this is, this is where that whole thing came from, which is it's five o'clock somewhere. So let me rephrase. I wasn't in the mood for it. You know? Right. That's what you, you so, don't blame it on the time of you're day. Exactly you're just like, right. that doesn't sound I was good. with, I stumbled and I'm going to call you on it mm-hmm. and you're calling on me, but you're helping me get back up here. Right. Maybe. All right. So or, now, now we've cleared that up. Also, speaking of drinks, though, guess what I had last night? And I thought about it. And I thought, wow, have I ever actually had this before? And I don't think I have, but we've talked about it. I had a White Claw last night. For the actually, first I had two time? White Claws. And they were very large White Claws. And I oh. got pretty buzzed. But wow, I, I can't believe – I don't think I'd actually ever had them. Or if I did, I don't remember. But That's very it d- interesting. tasted like delicious orange soda. And I get why people go nuts on those things. Yeah. Because it's like very Man. pure t- feeling, you know, sparkling water, but it comes with a buzz, which is the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm so surprised you haven't had a White Claw. I feel like they were kind of all the rage this summer and yeah. whatever. Well, you've, you broke your White Claw cherry and I'm, I'm happy for you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. We're going to jump into a new thing that we're going to do every week right now. Okay. Do you want to explain what it is while I pull it up? Okay. So, um, last week on Patreon, we had someone that wrote a review that, um, was negative and we talked about it specifically because it was about content on the podcast. It was specifically about content on Patreon, but call me at a very good point and was like, you know, I, 
I don't love when people, when there's tons of really positive comments and people focus on the one negative, you know, so she was like, we, we get a ton of really positive reviews, but just this one came and we want to address it. Cause this is why we're talking. Basically that girl didn't like, we talked about bachelor in paradise or Taylor Swift. And I over said, on Patreon. Yeah. Over on Patreon. And I said, fine, see you never. Colleen said, no, let's, I, let's take I the feedback. You. And, yeah. but also, but anyway, know, if you have feedback, this is just for everyone listening. Yes. Send us an email at you can sip with us at gmail.com. I look at them. Mm -hmm. I love them. But the reviews are things you love. So if you just have right. feedback for us, <laughs> right. that's email. Right. Things mm -hmm. to rave about, reviews. Right. <laughs> All right. Rave in a public for forum, uh, bitch in a very private, private. way. Directly you know? to me. We'll we'll right, we'll directly. listen. You know, but I, I'm less inclined to listen when it's just like a rude review. No, you know? like, and come on, and I will call your ass out. I mean, I really nailed her. You know. Anyway, okay. <laughs> so what we're going to start doing is featuring kind of like a review of the week. Yes. Because then Call was sending me some really good reviews that we got this week, just people saying really nice things, and I was like, you know what? We need to start highlighting some of these people who are just yes. ride or die with us and. So without further Here's ado, we need to week. title this segment. What is, we got to call this something, we'll figure it out, but... Yeah. yeah, for right now, it's here's our review of the week. Yeah, if you have ideas on that, put it in the review. Because like when you guys do a five star and a review, it really helps the podcast out. So put your ideas for what this should be called anywhere. Okay, from Bridget West. I'm obsessed. These ladies are <laughs> infectious. There's caps here. Can you tell what's capped? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I just can't get over how much I love this podcast. I've never even considered joining a Patreon, but here I am, a Patreon member for this podcast. I've never been a fan of Taylor Swift. Ash and Call are so passionate. I gave her a chance, and now I listen to her daily. I heard Hell them yeah. talking about Bachelor in Paradise, and now I have binged the entire season. Hilarious, <laughs> witty, smart, and fun. This podcast is the best. Bridget, you are also the best. Thank you. Yeah, you are the best. Thanks for listening. And congratulations on being the review of the week. And thanks for sipping with us here and on Tuesdays. Or what? On Fridays. Fridays. Thanks also, for doing if it. you guys aren't hanging out with us on Fridays, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us. When you become a patron, you get Friday, an ep another episode every single Friday. And that is like... We just recorded an episode for Friday. Yeah. It is our true catch up. I've been through kind of a, the ringer this week. I unloaded on there, talked all about it. Ash is in a great spot. We just, <laughs> it's so raw and real and awesome. And we'd love we to also, share it with you guys. So hop on episode, over there. Specifically, we played another game of would you rather yeah. continued from from last week. And then we also did several R2 sips over there. So that yep. is this latest. And I know people are like, you know, why? It's another thing I have to do. It's a different platform. Mine, I mean, I actually became a subscriber on um, Patreon as well to our thing. And it goes right into my iTunes. And I like it so much that I almost wish that like the format that we do on these Tuesday ones was the Patreon one. And the Patreon one was what everybody got because I just, sorry, I just finished that juice and I'm burping. Yeah. You're burping your way through this. You're doing very well though. <laughs> You're doing so well. sorry, you guys. But I just like that format so much where it's just the it really is the real raw deal. And when people are like, it's uh, you know, listening to them is like hanging out with my best friends. If you really want to feel like you know us, you'll be over on Patreon. Yeah. I mean, we're grateful you're here. Don't st don't you dare stop, but Patreon's also the jam. So okay. 
We've really sold that one. We've got a hangover and there we are. Do, do, do. That sound. Now, I actually do kind of feel a little hungover from yesterday. I We're covering the hangover segment and I actually am really there this week. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Okay. This one is from a couple episodes ago. <laughs> That's kind of cool. But we also just hit on it at the top of this one. Hey, Colin S. This is Chrissy from Phoenix. Um, I just dropped my girls off at their daycare this morning. And as we was I were unloading them from the car, there was a dad that walked out at the front of the building and he was singing. Like he was just belting out and it was super cute. And he goes to get in his car. This is across the parking lot. I can hear him say, it's Friday somewhere. And he closes the door and gets it. It was just like, it warmed my soul. Obviously made me think of you girls. So just wanted to say hi. Have a great Thursday. Hi. Aww. We love you back. I thought that one was nice. Okay. That is cute. Next one. So somebody left a voicemail saying that they listened to the episode and that we sounded like chipmunks, like that we were talking so fast we sounded like chipmunks. And then another person wrote in. This happens fairly regularly. Someone mm. wrote in last week, hey, I loved the favorite Amazon finds episode, but you guys talked so fast it made my head spin and I got anxiety. Guess what I've learned? They in, have it. It's a setting. In your podcast, If that, if any of you ever feel like that, Check the bottom left on iTunes and make sure that it says one times because all of those people somehow got their setting set on two or three, like you can set it to double. <laughs> so that person had no idea it was double the rate. Let me put this on two times to give an idea of what that would sound like. I'm this free thinker. And then she's like, turns out that's actually really on par with me. Right. Yeah. So anyway, I'm in deep on this. And I've been doing recon on you and I on uh -huh. threes and 7s. Have you done recon on you and me? Only when I listen to the book, The Path Between Us. I, like, how are you in relationships with threes? Like, how do they, yeah. you know, whatever. That's all that, I, you know, I haven't, like, done more research on that. Oh, God. I'm I also wasn't fully convinced you were a 7. <laughs> so that's... People what? listen to Wait, they people stuck listen with to us it and they thought an that the hour <laughs> and they thought that that was us talking Norton. Like, yes. who are these people that don't... That, like think that's how fast we talk <laughs> because why what? would you think that that's a setting they're just like this is the well, podcast no yes i mean this happens regularly well ladies yeah. fix your brains because this that's crazy that's crazy <laughs> i mean it definitely sounds sped up but i wonder if maybe it's just because i knew i know that that's a setting because there are on audible actually i usually listen to books at 1.25 or one and a half depending on how slow the narrator is so I know it's a setting because some people just talk slow and I feel like it takes me forever. So maybe that's why. But <laughs> you imagine, can you though, imagine listening to that? If we talked that thinking fast. Thinking like, wow, they, I mean, I love this podcast, but they just talk so fast. fast. What if someone has us at two times right now and then you just played that clip at two times <gasps> and then they just heard it at four times the speed? Wait, you know I want to I mean? see how high it goes. Oh, wait, yeah, it can time. do. Here's something funny half the speed hold on oh god this is probably gonna be boring oh wow <laughs> like i, I felt like you were a seven but <laughs> i but i didn't know if you were seven socially That sounds like such a stoner podcast. Wait. Oh my god. Yeah, I feel like you are, but then I also feel like 
you're you have three in you, like you're a high yeah. <laughs> I'm dead. Good. Oh God. That's that, so good. I thought that Woo. was gonna be boring, and it was not. Oh my God. Oh my if God. You want yeah, you guys. Or you can sip with us. Just listen to us at half the Just speed. It'll take you all day. <laughs> Yeah, F Patreon. Just slow this baby down. You're, you're gonna string these along all week. <laughs> oh my god! Going through the back oh catalog god. at half speed would take someone the rest of their lives. <laughs> that yeah. would be a lot. That's a lot of entertainment. Wow. Okay. Well, Woo. now now we've learned. This is. Oh my god, my right. stomach hurts from laughing. That is same hysterical. So if something doesn't smell right. On your settings, <laughs> you know, you, uh, yeah. I don't know how to transition that. Some didn't smell right on your settings, what? but we can tell you how to smell amazing. Do you want someone to come over and ask you what perfume are you wearing? I know yeah, I do every time. But a lot of times, my perfumes are like the same. You know what? I was unpacking the house and I found perfumes that I've had like since college. It is right. ridiculous. It's time to right. switch things up, and we've got a solution for you. Well, it's hard because you go to the fragrance aisle, or you go to the. You're like, I'm ready for a new scent, and then you're inundated with all of these. You don't yeah. know where to start. What does your nose no. even like? Your nose starts getting confused. You smell these things. You got to smell the coffee beans in between. It's very confusing. Mm. Here's the solution. Yep. Scentbird. Enter Scentbird. It's a luxury. <laughs> We're nailing it. It's a luxury <laughs> fragrance subscription service for perfumes and colognes. So they have more than a hundred and what? 450 designer brands for you to choose from, like Prada, Tom Ford, Calvin Klein, Gucci. Etc. 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 You will pick out your ones that you want to try. They will mail them to you in the cutest little cologne and perfume containers. That they get th th these little things actually hold 120 sprays. That's enough to apply four times daily for a month. You can pick out your favorites. They have a quiz to help you. I loved the experience and I loved the scents that I got from Scentbird. Scent S C E N T Bird, and you will too. Go to scentbird.com slash sip. Use our code sip for 50% off your first month. That's 50% off your first month today. That's $7.50 for your first fragrance. Again, that's scentbird.com slash sip for you to try your first perfume or cologne for just $7.50. Wow. Sign on. Smell amazing. amazing. Okay, so what we have for you guys today, what we thought we would do for what our oh, yeah. what you need to know, actually it was Call's idea because she said we've been getting a lot of requests for this. And that is how did this little podcast get started? How do you start yeah. your own podcast? So we're yeah. going to share with you kind of the birth of You Can Sit With Us and tell you the steps that we went through. Now, Call, did you look up by chance the microphones that we have? I'm going to pull it up right now. Right now? If you didn't. Yeah. They're I'm just going to look it up on Amazon. Audio Technica. Well, I, we'll also include it in the... Because I feel like that's a part of it, right? That's a part of our process. Yeah, but anyway, absolutely. So I... We haven't really talked about how we're going to do this, but should we just talk... I have we already told the story? I'm sure we have, but let's recap it anyway for all the new hundreds of thousands of new listeners we have. Yes. That... How we started. So... Yes. I got this email 
two years ago, I think. And it was this guy who messaged and he said, hey, we're looking for a new duo for a food show. Can you send us in like a two minute clip? And I was like, what? And, and he listed like we're working with like Food Network and HGTV or some big networks. And so I was like, holy shit. OK, yeah. And since he and I didn't respond to the first email and then he followed up. And so I was like, okay, this guy yeah. wants me. Serious. Yep. So I I messaged Colleen and I said, hey, I forward her the email. Hey, look okay. at this opportunity that fell into our laps. And she's like, I'm in, obviously. So we get together, we go to this food truck place and we decide to review the food carts. And we had so much freaking <laughs> fun doing it. We had, we probably filmed for like 30 minutes, but we had to cut yeah. it down to two minutes. So we had to be ruthless with our editing. We laughed our asses off. We loved it so much. And we said, submitted it. Never heard back. The guy, the guy, I mean, I was thinking about this the other day and I'm like, Crickets. when we are yeah. big time brand, like, you know, Kat and Nat, they're pretty major now. Mm-hmm. They're on all like all over the place. And I feel like what if this was their story, you know, and the person that passed on them could have had first dibs like they could have had them in their grasp could have had a hit tv show because now these people are hit all over and they pass on them that's kind of what this person did to us i feel like yeah it was crickets it was we heard nothing and it didn't matter because it was crickets for him but for us alarms were going off a star was born a star was born we had Mm -hmm. so much fun and we so always have fun, but it was like fun right. with of something that we could channel and create together. And honestly, we had this is going to sound probably conceited or something, but we had a lot of people tell us like over the years, hey, you guys really should have your own TV show. Mm-hmm. And we thought, well, of course we should, but we're not TV producers. How are we going to do this? But we don't. Yeah. So we decided to start YouTubing. And those were really fun. We reviewed like food around Portland, but it limited the scope to Portland and it took a ton of time to edit. But you can still go to our YouTube channel. We were doing everything ourselves. Yeah. But you can still go to our YouTube channel. Hours and hours to make one 10 minute thing. Yes. Like one 10 minute thing probably took what? Like at least two hours. I would say two to three. three. Mm hmm. Yeah, to edit and stuff to what we because, you know, whatever we were very like hard with it. Okay, so then plus then I moved to Arizona. So then we decided season two was like, let's go live on Instagram with this. And then those die every 24 hours. They were so much fun. So it was when I moved to Portland last summer, they were so much fun, but they die like after 24 hours, it's done. And we thought, well, we could edit these to put on YouTube. But Instagram, you got to be up and down YouTube. It's not really. And so we thought, hmm. What if? But I will say the cool thing that came out of Instagram lives and Facebook lives was it kind of was the format was more like this. It was more like our show where we would come and we'd bring our favorite things to talk about. We would catch up on life in front of an audience. And whereas the YouTubes was we were designing them to just be funny and totally random. This was more of a free flow like our podcast. Mm -hmm. So we kind of got the content more lasered in, but then it was just a format. We wanted to switch the format so that these would stay somewhere. Cause we talk about things and people would be like, and this still happens, but it's like, just go listen to the podcast. This is why we did the podcast. Everything's saved. But people would say, Hey, I missed the live or three lives ago. You talked about something. What was it? I couldn't remember for the life of me. So these needed to live somewhere so that people could get caught up and stay, all of it would stay relevant and live in a place. So then when we decided to start a podcast, we didn't really know where to start. 
But I think, Mm -hmm. so we went online on social media and we said, I think that's what we did. And we said, hey, we want to start this. Is there an editor out there? And yeah, we were drunk and you, the the title of the video was help with six exclamation points. (gasps) We need an editor. Mm -hmm. And I thought, oh, we'll get a lot of people who, you know, raise their hand. We had one person raise their hand and thank goodness they did because Chad yeah. is how that's when Chad was Enter born. Enter Chad. Yeah. That's when Chad was born as well. So he reached out and he said, well, I do video editing. I don't really do podcasts, but I'm willing to give it a shot. Yep. And we said, you're hired. Oh, who are you? No, we said, who are you? <laughs> and then he followed up and he was yep. professional and call said, I like this guy. So yep. then we, we said, okay, fine. You're hired. We got on the phone with him and we said, we can't afford anything. This podcast is nothing yet. Here's what we can pay you. I mean, we did pay him. We've always paid him. We were willing to run in the red for this because we yes. just believe in it ever since the beginning. And we said, here's kind of our thought. Here's how many we're you know, going to do. Da, 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 da. He really has helped get this baby off the ground. Yes. Because he created, and I'm, I'm not sure, like if you guys want to start your own podcast, we could ask him if he'd be interested in taking on any other podcast because he does love it. But he created our whole intro and actually you can hear what he did over on Patreon. I don't know if we, I don't think we played it here. We, we it's recorded like bonus a, episode number one on Patreon, on Patreon. When you subscribe over there, we recorded like five minutes of just bullshit us just being stupid. And then he created our amazing intro out of it. Like he's just a genius. And then he does the outro. he, cleans us up and all the things. So we had him. And then I had a friend randomly tell me, okay, use this platform. And then we started researching mics and we didn't know where to do it. So that's how it was kind of birthed. But now I don't know if we missed anything. Now we maybe can get into steps that we took. I'll add a couple things. I remember long nights of spinning out over the internet. If you Google how to start a podcast, there's a lot of articles that are very, very confusing because, and rightfully so, there are people who take this, you know, very seriously. And I was looking into recording studios for us each to go into, like you in Arizona and me in Portland and the sound and the equipment and the platforms. Okay. Thank goodness for Chad. Thank goodness for Ashley. And really, the three of us work very well together because we all put in a lot of heavy lifting to get it going. But Zencaster, Z-E-N-C-A-S-T-R, is what we use to capture our sound for the podcast. It was actually very mm-hmm. simple to get started with it. We went and got I think the, we even have – it's a free account, isn't it? It's like free. We yeah, I don't think we pay anything. We went out and got the best Blue Yeti mics. We'll talk more about sound in a <laughs> minute, but we did not th- need those. We're using – cheaper, much more affordable mics that we got on Amazon that worked better for us. And as you know, we record from our homes every week. We do not live in a studio. And so it can actually be much more simple than the internet makes it out to be. So I just, you know, lifting the hood up here, it's a very straightforward setup that we have. Yes. You know, we talk through mics, the output setting goes into our computer. We The mics are attached to headphones. Input, Ashley's voice is in my ears, right? So it's yes. very simple and it's all captured on Zencaster. We also open a video so yeah. we can see each other, but that's not like when we have guests, we don't do that. We don't do video with them. But The other thing I'll say, part of the process is you have to submit an application to iTunes. 
once you get your recording down and you record an episode, you have to submit to iTunes and they have to approve it. Once it's approved on iTunes, it kind of gets approved everywhere. Like Spotify was the first one to approve us. iTunes took a couple days. As long as you have, it's, I guess the thing, cause I looked, how does iTunes approve something? It's just formatting. If the formatting is right, most likely iTunes will approve it and it'll be uploaded. And the first on one it. took like two days or something, right? iTunes took or a like week. a week, but now or, yeah. it takes just hours or like yes. minutes or something. It's very quick, but your first approval process yeah. takes a little bit longer. Yep. Okay. We've covered equipment. We've covered editing. We've covered research on the platform. We'll put this in there, but the microphones we use now are Audio-Technica ATR 2100. And then we bought these little foam balls that go over them. On-stage foam ball type microphone windscreen is what this says. We can add these into the show notes. The Blue Yeti, if you want to hear that, we actually had to take episode two down because the, and you can hear it on episode one. It is actually the first few episodes. It's very loud. The And Chad had to do a lot of editing on those because they just pick up so much sound from all around. And these ones, they're more just front. So you speak right into it and it doesn't pick up all the other like ambient noises around. So, and, and I think the blue Yeti is like 120 and this one was like 30 or 40 or something like that. Yeah. And I will say, you can record great podcasts. You still want to, ideally, if you are having any sound issues and you're trying to start a podcast or record in a professional way from your home, on Amazon, I use a, I'll link to it. It's like a little sound, what do you call it? Like foam board. Screen. And I've also recorded in closets. So there's certain things, you know, you'll want to check and troubleshoot. I love Chad. I don't know if he would take on more podcasts, but in the initial research phase, I also found a service called weeditpodcast.com that they take on like any, they're a huge, massive company, right? So that's potentially editing for people who are listening to this wanting to start a podcast. A big thing we haven't touched on is like vision. I mean, the concept is we're both bad at talking on the phone. Ashley was moving to Arizona. We had this project that we had done the Instagram lives with, YouTube. How do we keep a project going and also maintain communication in our friendship across states? Blended the two together with the podcast, but we needed to direct that somewhere. So I think we started with the end goal, keeping in touch, Mm -hmm. having this project, having fun, and then worked backwards into building segments around that. So our rant and rave isn't just a segment. It's us genuinely catching each other up on things and laughing. What you need to know was built out of if Ashley learns about something really cool, I want to know about it. So that segment was born out of that. And kind of, I remember having idea boards and writing a lot of things down. And we really spent a lot of time and intention on honing in on the content of the pod too. And I would say I... I think one thing that we had going for us was we we did it. And not only did we have a lot of fun when we were doing the YouTubes, like we loved it. And it was selfish, like, hey, this keeps us. But we got really good feedback. Like people, not yes. that many people watched the YouTube videos back then. Like not that it wasn't that widespread, but people that did loved it. Like they they went out of their way. And I feel like asking someone to go to video YouTube and watch a video is you got to stop what you're doing and watch, you know, watch something rather than like right now, maybe you're driving or you're out running or doing dishes or cleaning or moving or something. You're doing something while you're listening to the podcast and videos. You got to really focus. So anyway, 
people that did that loved us and gave us really good feedback. And we thought, okay, if we're getting really good feedback and we love it, then we also had proof of concept. And so then it was just, yes. like you said, coming together and figuring out what format. Because I didn't want to just do like, let's just talk and chat, which turns out that's what Patreon is. And it's my favorite. Yeah. But I just didn't think it would be enough value because I felt like I only listened to podcasts to get something out of it. And we, you know, Chris kind of weighed in on his fave podcast and things that they talk about and stuff. And they just kind of shoot the shit. And so, you know, I think one, if you're thinking about, because there's somebody that I know that started a podcast and I've seen some of the stuff that they've put out there and it sucks. And so I think you kind of need, like, I don't think everybody can do this. If you don't have like, if you don't have good chemistry or... If you don't have like energy and you're putting people to sleep, I don't think like if your content's great, but you are not like this, you know, voice or whatever isn't your specialty, maybe write a blog or do like, I think you got to figure out what your medium is, but you kind of, I mean, I don't know how to say this without sounding rude, but I don't think everybody is entertaining. And so if your content is really good, but it's just not landing with people, it's not, they're not resonating with it, then maybe you got to figure out a different way, different medium to deliver that different. content. Yeah. I know. I another- mean, we tried several mediums that didn't work out. So this yeah. is advice from people who did have to go through several mediums to find the one that worked best for us. Like I know a pair, it's called two peas in a Prada, I think two peas in a Prada. And it's, I think what it is, is either sisters or best friends. I'm pretty sure they're best friends because they don't look alike. And it's an Instagram account and it's like a fashion blogger, Instagram account. And they both run it and they post every day and they have different body shapes and stuff, but they have several couple hundred thousand maybe followers. So like, that's not where they have to be on but they're still getting their content out and building that brand together. Yeah. So whether you want to do it by yourself or with someone, I think having proof of concept and making sure that like you're not putting all this energy into something that people aren't really resonating with and figuring out where you want to build. But if you do want to build a podcast, so all that aside, if you want to build a podcast, this is the steps then that we took to do that. And you have to make sure that it's something that you're having fun doing and that you feel passionate about. Because we have so much fun and because I'm so passionate, we're both so passionate about it. It's very easy to always have it top of mind for me. Like something will happen and I'll think, oh, that's going to be my rant for the week or that'll be my rave or something like Ashley was talking about over on Patreon that she stayed up super late last night to watch Bachelor in Paradise so that she could bring it to the pod. And that's dedication because we believe in this so much. But it's always part of, it's like, part of my fabric in my daily life Mm -hmm. is things for this podcast, thinking of different segments or thinking about things that we're going to bring to it. And you, that wouldn't be possible if I wasn't so, if I wasn't so in love with Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm just so in love with it all the time. And I will say also that I think it's very, one thing that's been really helpful for us and something that you guys should know, and this is, you know, call did tips for like winning in the corporate world. And I'm going to bring tips soon on an upcoming episode about entrepreneurship. But so this will be true for that too. But any brand that you're building, you've got to be willing to put in a lot of work, probably not make much money for a year, two years, three years, mm-hmm. four years, but have the long-term goal. And so call and I did run in the red for the first, like we're now, this podcast now makes money because of the ads and Patreon. We still, I don't know where our net is. If we've, if we're, if we've started actually like making money because of where, you know, because of the year that we put in where we paid and stuff. But 
we're not making like we're not leaving our jobs over this, right? But we no. know that ten years from now, this is this is like part of our retirement plan. This is this is going to be a long term thing. So we both had to kind of be willing to like put the work in, knowing it's not we're not going to get a huge ROI financially right away. And I think that goes with any business that you start. People want overnight success and just doesn't happen that way. So it's a lot of work with very little payback and very little reward and being okay with that. But maintaining belief in the vision, like Colin and I both are very solid that like this is something. And it's also because of you guys, like you guys help build that belief in us, like the feedback that you send us and stuff. Yeah. That has been, it's kind of taken a life of its own. Yes. Which has been so energizing for us. Yeah. I love it so much. Should we talk? I feel like I get when I'm talking socially in groups about the podcast with friends, I feel like I get a lot of questions about ads and how that works. Yeah. Should we talk no, about I think that's a that? Great idea. I think that's kind of cool yes. to know about. And it's been very fascinating to me being in this new space. And so we were contacted after the first couple episodes were successful by a company called Audio Boom. And there's a lot of companies like this where they connect advertisers to podcasts. Basically, how ads work is there are companies that obviously are interested in podcast ad space. And so Audio Boom, they will go to Audio Boom and say they're they're looking for these demographics or these type of podcasts. If there's a match, potential match, then we get an email saying, hey, HelloFresh mm-hmm. is interested in potentially buying spots on your podcast. So we get emails and that's just an example, but we get emails of a number of different companies who are interested in ad space on our podcast because of the listeners and demographics. It is really important to Ashley and I that we bring ads to the podcast that we genuinely love. Mm -hmm. So we do require for our podcast that we have personal experience with the product. And so usually the product, whatever it is, like the rooted plants that we'll talk about later are sent to us. Mm -hmm. We go through the experience. We take all the quizzes. We go through the buyer experience. We actually test the product. And those are the only ads that we have. We're not taking mattresses or diet products or just there's a lot of things that are out there that are on podcasts that if we don't love it, we won't endorse it. So then the audio boom also tracks listens for every single episode and how many of you are actually using the codes. Um, oh, they so do track we that. don't get like a kick. Yeah. We don't get like a kickback on any of that. It is just straight up. If it's successful, if there's a lot of listens on the podcast and the companies are seeing a good return mm-hmm. on their investment for the ad space that they're buying, then our rate, it's like buying a commercial and we have a rate. Our rate started out very small. We were a very small podcast. Our rate has gone up to buy advertisement time on our podcast. Did I explain all that? What did I miss? Yeah. So, I mean, financially, I don't mind telling you guys. So I think our rate started where when we first started reading, I think our cut of it was like we made a hundred dollars or something. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Like a hundred dollars yeah. per ad. Now we're up to like 300 per ad or yeah, so. Basically. We're about 300 per mm-hmm. ad. And then, you know, they take some and then, you know, there's podcasts. Like I listen to a podcast called The Gold Digger sometimes. And she has, so we have weekly, like, our highest podcast ever is like, what's our highest podcast listen at? It's over 30,000. Okay, 30,000, which is huge. She has 250,000 downloads per episode, this girl, Jenna Kutcher. Dang. And she makes wow. 45. Awesome. So she releases one episode a week. 
250,000 downloads and she makes $45,000 just on her ads alone. So, damn, you know, like she obviously it, it goes again. I don't, she's probably ran the same way we are where you don't get a percentage, but it doesn't matter how many people use our link or go by. It matters how many people are listening to the podcast. So that's why she's paid, you know, and I hear she does same as us, like three ads per episode. So, you know, there's, that's kind of also why Colleen and I are like, yeah, this is our retirement plan. Cause we're not at 45,000 in a month yet, but, or 250,000 downloads uh, yet. But the keyword is yet like maybe 10 someday. years yeah. from now, not maybe, someday. but like someday. Yeah. I know. And, and eventually we might get to a point where we don't need an ad company anymore. And we could, you know, shot like ha- become source direct. Yeah, yeah. An in-house project where we get a source direct and put that out there. But, you know, we didn't have ads for the first six months. Several episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was like three months or so. Really quick, just one more thing on the ads. So even though we don't get, like if you guys go and get a rooted plant, even though we don't get a kickback or any mm-hmm. anything based on the number of people who go buy that thing, it's still, you do support the podcast when you go buy things from our sponsors and use our codes because then they'll want to buy more spots with us. Right. So if they do well, and there's listeners, they'll want to buy more spots and our rate will continue to go up. And so that's how it. Right. So you've uh, heard like a lot of over time. daily harvest and several hello. We're going to read HelloFresh a little yeah. bit later in this episode. And those are because you guys are using them that they want to continue yes. advertising on the pod, which is great. Which is great. So thank you guys. Yep. What else? I mean, I think we did a pretty good job covering. If there's anything else that you write us or whatever, and we can include it in the hangover maybe next week of answering any questions that we missed. But it's, there's a lot that you can find out on the research, but like, or on the internet, but like Colleen said, you can also get overwhelmed. And oh, I will add another thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think some, I know a lot of podcasts pay to have publicists and producers. So publicists will help Mm. promote the podcast. They will help connect you with guests. Producers will bring content and segments. We don't have, we, the, the production here is me, Ashley and Chad. We do all Mm -hmm. the publicity. We do all of the production and content and in terms of guests, the guests that we've had, we've been lucky in the sense that, well, not even lucky, but just publicists, other people's publicists have reached out to us directly. So Wells publicists and Wells Wells, Mm -hmm. with Perez, I just emailed him. So this is not, but we also have people reach out that we decline. Yes, we do. Because, you know, like we only want to bring like yeah, we're ve- and we re- we decline a lot of ads as well yes. because we're like, nope, mm-hmm. don't yeah. care about that. Not on brand. Exactly. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that we turn down because we're not like at the end of the day. Also, as you're building, I think it's really important that you maintain brand integrity yeah. and you don't just sell out. Like a lot of the people that go on The Bachelor, their feeds just become straight ads, yes. and you're like, I don't even know what to trust because all you do is like sell me a thing every single post, and we didn't want to do that. Yeah. So we wanted to continue to bring. So in our what you need to knows, none of that stuff is sponsored. Like never. We'll always try to get like that would be cool if uh, at some point we become big enough where people when we talk about it, they're like, "Hey, I want to give your people a code." But the only ads you'll you can tell where the ads are. But yeah. we also want to just maintain brand integrity and I think that's really important as you're growing to not jump at any opportunity or every dollar yes. sign because that's the sh- fastest way to shoot yourself yeah. in the foot is if you lose trust with your audience. Yeah, we don't take you guys for granted. 
We want to bring you no, things that thankful. you'll be excited about. We are very thankful for every single person who's listened to this podcast, who's told a friend about it, and we will grow with you guys always at the forefront to yes. make sure you're having as good a time as we are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but email us, up, email us at youcansipwithus at gmail.com. Let us know if there's anything else you want to know about how this whole thing got started and how we keep yeah. it fresh. Speaking of keeping it fresh, we told you this was coming with HelloFresh. It's America's number one meal kit. You can get easy seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door. All you have to do is cook and enjoy. That's right. Home-cooked meals made simple. HelloFresh makes cooking delicious meals at home a reality regardless of your comfort in the kitchen. They make it a delicious part of your week every single week. Break out of your dinner rut with HelloFresh's 20-plus seasonal chef-curated recipes each week. They are flexible and will totally fit into your lifestyle. You can change your delivery days, food preferences, skip a week whenever you need to. And Ash and I have both used HelloFresh for years and love it. And like you can change it, you know, weekly. And so I just noticed that they, I haven't looked at it yet, but they have a vegetarian option. So when we go do this vegetarian challenge in October, they've got that option. They've got calorie smart options. And, you know, they also have (laughs) delicious little add-ons like garlic bread and cookie dough you know, mm. NBD. Mm. <laughs> I, I love HelloFresh. I love being able to take the guesswork out, especially at the end of a long day when you're like the dreaded question, what's for dinner? I love right. having something ready to roll. So guys, for $80 off of your first month of HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com slash sip 80 and enter sip 80. Again, that is HelloFresh.com slash sip 80 and enter sip 80. That's like eight meals for free. Yeah. Eight meals for free. All right. Thanks guys. Go check them out. Whatever. Next thing. Moving right along. (laughs) Screw the transitions. Let's just do it. We got some hot Hot topics. topics. Okay. But call, I drank 48 ounces of liquid. I got to go pee really quick. Oh my God. Chad, cut this out. And we're back. Okay, I'm back. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I had all that liquid and now I'm really full and I'm having, you know, when yes. you're pregnant and you're just like, yes. you just can't get a deep breath. That's what's happening. It's like my stomach's so big that yeah. everything's pressing. I on remember my lungs being or super, I, I forgot super about prego. That. And people were like, oh my God, what do you want to eat? What do you want to eat? And I was eating smaller things very frequently. But if I would eat too much, it was very uncomfortable because you don't have a lot of space. Yeah. Your organs are all moving around and being squished. Yeah. I mean, your stomach is probably squished. a lot smaller. There's mm-hmm. just because all the room, I mean, you know, it's crazy. Right. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, I'm trying to like hold the mic away because I'm like, we got things to talk about. Hot, (sighs) hot, hot. Do you want me to start on some of the ones I had written down? Yeah. Okay. Today. Well, it'll be a couple days ago for those of you listening next week on Tuesday. (laughs) Nicki Minaj, you know her, right? Yeah. uh Yeah. Who doesn't? She announced that she's retiring from music, which is, has, I mean, I don't know. Does that, so she announced, she went on, she announced it over a tweet. She's like, I know a lot of you will be happy about this. She's basically acknowledging trolls, but that she wants to retire from music and basically focus on starting a family. But I just think that is so like major, major artist. She actually is like one of the, on TMZ pulled up some stats when they were 
releasing this news. She's like the first female rapper in history to move a hundred million units or something over time. Did I get that mm-hmm. right? Anyway, it's major. Like a lot. lot of Grammys that she's been nominated for. I mean, she's big time and she's just like, I'm out of the game. Like doesn't, I don't know. I just thought, well, that's interesting. You, ha- you seem like this is like not so hot for you. This is cold. Yeah, I don't really care. I mean, I feel like great. That's great because she has been around for several years. And I feel like it's pretty all-encompassing when you're an artist. And I think it's very difficult to do what like Madonna has done and just is Madonna even, she probably should have retired several years ago, actually. But somebody who continues to stay relevant for years and years and like decades, I think it would be yeah. very difficult. And Nikki's got to have been around for two decades at this point. I don't feel like that's a bad thing for her to yeah. move on. I My face is like, hmm, that's weird. Mostly because I don't feel like it's a thing that we normally hear people like retiring. Yes. They just stop making music, you know, right. or whatever. They go more into producing or they do something. So my face was like, okay, why don't you just stop making music? And like, but maybe I guess her fan, there were fans that were continuing to ask, like, when's the next album? Probably like with Rihanna. Or how do you say her name again? We've Rihanna. been saying that wrong the whole time. Rihanna. Like, you know, if she came out and said, hey, I'm retired from music. I'm just focusing on my beauty. Then then I guess we wouldn't look for new music from her. I don't know. But it just feels like a weird thing to be like, hey, I'm retiring. Yes. What? Okay, fine. I thought it I was mean, weird too. Yeah. But, but to your point. I feel like that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, she's been around for a long time. A long time and very successful. And I feel like it's good to go out on a high rather than, I mean, really, honestly, Madonna hasn't, you know. She's still relevant. I think she probably sells out. But the reason that she sells out has got to be from her early career, not because anyone's freaking out of her anything she's put out in the last 30 years. It is very hard for pop stars, specifically women, to age and continue to do well in that industry. And that's just facts. It sucks. It sucks that that's just how it is. There's like a lot of interesting articles about it that, I mean, if you think about it, Madonna, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, like there's this pressure on women and especially pop stars, this demand that they be young and sexy. And it's kind of sad, actually. And then every album is like a major reinvention and guys don't have to deal with the same thing. You know, Justin Timberlake doesn't have to do that, really. I mean, I do think they have to keep it fresh and reinvent, but not to the same extent that women women do. Not even Mm -hmm. close. But I do think it was weird. There's just like a tweet. Hey, I'm retiring. Yeah, I'm retiring. Fine. Okay. Like I could see it would make more sense if like. What if she announced I'm retiring and then there's all this, oh, sadness. And then a couple years from now, she makes a big comeback. Well, that's the thing. That's my thing about it is like, I feel like I don't love when people say I'm retiring and then they come back. Like athletes do that all the time. Like I'm retiring. Oh, I missed the sport. I'm coming back with a musician or an artist. I just feel like you don't really have to say you're retiring. You can take the time off without really saying anything. And then if you decide you want to come back, fine. Or otherwise people will just be like, well, Nikki, stop making music. I don't know. It just doesn't feel like necessary to me yeah and the only way that I could see like oh that makes sense if it came out in an interview like she was on a magazine or something or somehow was interviewed and it came out or maybe TMZ catches her on the street and they're like hey Nikki when are we getting new music and she says actually I'm retired like fine I don't understand this tweet thing but okay me neither all right Gigi Tyler are you caught up on the latest no Gigi Hadid and Tyler okay so Gigi was at the VMAs obviously yes Mm -hmm. there was an after party Yes. And she met up with Tyler there. And apparently yes. Tyler met Taylor dancing. and all these oh. things. I have done a little bit of recon on Instagram and have noticed. So I went on Hannah 
not that it's very clear that Tyler and Hannah couldn't be more over. Right. But still I go on her posts and just to see who liked him, he doesn't like any of Hannah's stuff. Everything that Gigi posts, Tyler likes. Okay. Gigi's grandmother recently passed away and there are pictures of Gigi bringing Tyler to her funeral, which feels like a very intimate thing. Like, so he's part of the fan. This is like a, a you know sad Whoa. moment for the Hadid family. Her mother, I think it's her mom's that's mom. Major. Regardless, yeah, but her that's mom's mom. major. Oh, there were also wow. there was sightings of them. I think this was before the VMAs of them actually doing a weekend away. People saw them buying wine together, at like a wine place, and getting Starbucks and headed out mm. to like a cabin or something. I don't know, but they're like they're the real deal. Seems like this went from just it does, that does seem like I mean the funeral one the specifically funeral thing, yeah makes yeah. it that's bigger than a weekend away I mean mm-hmm. whoa yeah that's that's, that's like a very intimate venue and you are gonna be like crying and sad yeah. and stuff at that and then you're bringing wow well that's pretty epic I did and hear that they were dancing the like nonstop at the after party but I didn't hear any of the other stuff wow good for him man great yeah. yeah. So, okay, other sighting, spotting. Kevin Spacey. <laughs> Remember him? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was spotted. He kind of had a fall from grace. Sure did. Still mm-hmm. falling, maybe, or rebounding. I don't know. But he was spotted in Spain, like street performers, you know, dancing and doing things on the street. He jumped mm-hmm. in on that, and it was recorded, and he seemed like he was having a great time in Spain. This made me think, though, because I saw this, and there's been – several people like Kevin Spacey outed for the very terrible things that they've done. Yes. And they go away. And Mm -hmm. we're going to enter this chapter where they start coming back. Right. And how do we feel about that? Are they canceled permanently? Do we, what do we do? Like what if Kevin Spacey just like makes a movie? Do we go see that movie? You know, when we've learned all these terrible things. No. It's just interesting to me being in this time. You know, how do we reconcile this? Do we punish people forever or yeah. if they, uh, I don't know. I think it depends maybe on the crime. I don't know. Like okay. what's that one guy, the one that really started it, the um, oh. big executive dude who yeah. impacted like tons the of movie people. guy. Harry? Like he deserves to never, ever have a career again because he took advantage of so many. Harvey Weinstein. Harvey, Harvey my, Weinstein. Yeah. My Google search was movie bad guy who started Me Too movement. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Yeah, I mean, Google's, Google's got your yeah. back, man. I don't remember what Kevin Spacey fully did because there was, you know, a whole variety. I don't feel like I was ever obsessed with him. I know people were really into House of Cards and some of his movies, but he was never like, oh, he's in it. I got to go see what he's put out. Out. There's probably been people like that. Like we were big fans of Louis C.K. I'm not sure I would go to a Louis show anymore. And I think mm-hmm. all Louis did was jack off in front of somebody on like unsolicited, which is disgusting and awful. But like this Harvey guy, like made people actually do things to him, I think. Right. Like it was terrible. He yeah, did a lot he did of everything. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what Kevin's. So I just feel like any of the names that really came out that I know Kevin about, Spacey I don't think I'm going to support. was a sexual predator for young boys. Okay. Yeah. So I will never be supporting anything he does again. Yeah. That's disgusting. And I don't think he should be having fun in Spain. If you are yeah. a sexual predator for young people, it's as bad as it gets. That is, that makes my skin crawl. It makes me nauseous. Mm-hmm. Ugh. He makes, like, child molesters are the worst of the worst. 
mm-hmm. in my opinion. So he can get right the fuck out of here. Whereas Louis C.K., I don't I still don't think I'd go see one of his shows again, but I I have heard from other I can't remember who it is, maybe Amy Schumer. Or somebody was a uh, Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler, I think, is a friend of him, a friend of his, and he never did anything to her. So I know, I don't know, maybe it just case by case basis, but I'm not really sure. I don't see myself going out yeah. and supporting any of their work in the future. Yeah. yeah. Like, I can't see myself going to a Louis. We've, we've seen him live stand up and John was a big fan of him. And I can't see myself going and supporting like if he does go on comedy tour again. 10 years from now and things are forgotten, I think I would just look at him differently. You know, I don't think I'd find him funny. Well, that's like the Michael Jackson one. I mentioned like several pods ago, if Michael Jackson came on the radio, I'd for sure skip. Not only do Mm -hmm. I not want to support, but I can't enjoy Mm -hmm. it anymore. I'm just like, oh, Mm -hmm. you've molested and sexually Mm -hmm. abused young people. Mm -hmm. Like, and I don't care. Like it just, there's nothing that will ever make me like, oh, great. Thriller's on now. Right. You know? Yeah. Like you're canceled permanently forever. Yeah. You know, but I do think, Yes, that is the absolute worst of the worst. And I don't, there's differences to the different things being committed. Like Harvey Weinstein should be canceled forever. Mm -hmm. But then there's people where it's like, if they actually do the work on themselves, Mm -hmm. if they've done a crime not as severe and they've done the work on themselves, how do we forgive, you know, and recognize that nobody's perfect kind of deal? Yeah, right. It's just, it's just going to be a weird, it's going to be an interesting chapter, this next chapter. Like we've right. had like a reckoning and is there a reconcile? I don't know. But mm-hmm. anyway, I thought that was interesting. There was something related to that too. Oh, like Aziz Ansari, you know how yeah. he got mixed up. And and so that's a good example where I thought that article that was put out by him, did you read that? It, no. well, you should read it. It was a crap article. I think there was a major opportunity. It was basically this woman who was like, we went on a date and I felt pressured like I kept telling him I didn't want to make out and then he'd kept trying to make out or something. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like he was pushing himself on her. It just was that she felt uncomfortable and it that's bad. Okay, that's bad. And he talks about it in the stand up. I also he just feel released. like that's, that's almost the same as like some aggressive guy hitting on you at a bar. Yes, totally. Exactly. It happens all the time. He, she yeah. described something that is very common. And I think there was an opportunity missed there about just in general culture and dudes being too aggressive or just too pressury and also women being able to speak up and just leave or just say, no, you're being a jerk and I'm peacing out, Mm -hmm. you know, just so because the article was so poorly written, there was no learning opportunity. She just drug, dragged him completely to the ground and actually like felt bad for him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Has he recovered? Um, and I think so. He released something on Netflix and he talks about it and he's like, you know, you might've heard of what happened. He's like, but this was an opportunity for me to do, to really reflect on it, to, yeah. you know, think about a lot of things, to come back up from rock bottom at that time. But the article, the company that ran that article has gone out of business. And I guess they had a reputation for like little research and poorly written things. And just this is crazy in this world, like how quickly like the takedown culture, like how quickly, you know, someone can just be canceled. It's very weird. This is a really small thing, but my grandpa, well, it's not small in this guy's life, but my grandpa was a three-star general in the army. And they told when this whole thing was probably like a year ago, then when the me too movement was really kind of at the peak. And they told a story about a guy who was up for a star. I mean, the most you can be is a four-star general, right? So he was up for a star. I don't know if it was his first second. I don't know. And he 
called, I think I might have maybe told this story before. I don't know. But he called this girl Darlin in to like ask her to take notes or something. Like, are you going to take notes on this, Darlin? And she took that, which I don't, I wouldn't appreciate. I don't think someone like calling me that if I was, you know, trying to be professional, a businesswoman coming in and my, some manager, some big wig director, if I was at Nike saying, Hey, darling, are you going to take notes on this? I don't think I'd appreciate it, but she took Mm -hmm. it somewhere, accused him of sexual harassment. He now, I don't know. I don't think he has a career anymore, but he's, he will never get the opportunity to be general. Um, again or get his star so he was up for that and now it's completely taken from him and his family so yeah I I agree like it went a little bit far you know the pendulum wasn't swinging at all and then it swung all the way on yeah side so I don't know what the answer is we're probably not gonna discover it here last thing Breaking Bad, El Camino. This is a total hard gear switch, but we're going to end on a high. The Breaking Bad, El Camino (laughs) movie, I don't know if we talked about this on, is confirmed for October 11th. So that is right around the corner on Netflix. It's coming. Did we talk about it? I can't remember. No, we haven't talked about it at all. I don't think we've, I don't even think you and I have talked about it anywhere. Mm. But so, because we talked about that they both released something and it tequila. was a donkey or something and it turned out they were coming out with tequila. Yeah. We thought it was going to be the show. And then I heard somewhere that he, Aaron Paul, is coming out with it. So Walter White has nothing to do with it. Is that true? I think it his will movie? be focused on Aaron, Aaron Paul. Paul and Jesse's life, which I'm still down with. Yeah. But maybe Walter White will make some sort of, I don't know how, but... El Camino, right? Called El Camino. There's a release date, and I'm here Maybe for it. Maybe if they do like blasts from the past mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, no, I'm here for all of it. Yeah. Give it to me. Great, I'm in. Okay, so when is it? What did you say the release date was? October 11th. Oh, great. Soon, within a month or so. Mm-hmm. Fabulous. Are you going to transition this right. one, or do you want me to? Well, I'm trying. I've been trying to. I've been like stalling, asking questions because I'm trying to come up with some sort of transition. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So, we've talked about. Do you have one? Yeah, I've got one. We've talked about people Great. who are dead to us, but let's talk about something that we can keep alive. Uh, your beautiful new plants you, that you're going to get from Rooted. We talked about Rooted, uh, I think a couple episodes ago, but it is a modern day plant company that their mission is to reconnect people to nature. I love it was started by two friends. We talked a lot about two friends doing something together, starting a business that they grew up surrounded by greenery and they wanted to share the positive benefits of plants with as many people as possible while also making it like not just fun and accessible, but educational for you. So not only do they send you plants, but they also send you kind of how to take care of them so that you can grow that green thumb because, oh yeah, Lord knows I need help there. So thankfully they have a super short quiz that you can take to recommend the perfect plants for you and your home based on your answers. I took the quiz, got the cutest plants that I love. Since we last ran this ad, several of you have gone over to Rooted, taken your quiz and gotten your plants and sent us pictures. And they're all so cool. If you don't love them, they have a 14 day, no questions asked guarantee full refund. Again, no questions asked. We love Rooted. We love the way they run their business with the environment top of mind. Mother Nature basically sits on their board of directors. So you guys, I don't know if you're sold, but I'm sold and you should be too. If you're interested in creating your very own indoor jungle with a modern mission-driven plant company that makes being a plant parent fun and easy, then head to rooted.nyc slash sip and use the code sip to receive 15% 
off of your first order. All right. It's time to get in. All right. <laughs> Good. Back it's to time the show. to get in. Our outros have been money Smart today. Um, well, what it says, their thing that it says on here is all right, now back to the show. Yeah. So I was just following their script here that they have for us. You perfect. Know? I said, all right, now let's get into some rant and raves. Okay. So call, do you have your, what's, what do you want to rant? Yeah. I have a very simple rant and I talked about some deeper, like personal stuff that's going on with me over on Patreon, but I'm going to keep this rant pretty light. And I, it's from a subscriber who messaged me and they're like, Hey, I love liquid IV really do. I do. I'm drinking it right now, but their packages like the tear packages they don't really, t- I don't know if you've had this experience. I can't actually tear them. I have to like use my teeth, which I mm-hmm. hate using or like get scissors. And I hate the tear packages. I think of like little things of Advil. Care of is like that too. Yeah. I use scissors with care of. Yeah. Like packages that should be easy to open, but they don't actually tear. And it's a little thing, but it drives me nuts. And packages, especially with like one-time use things or quick use things where you need it right away. But I just, now I notice it, it's in my head and we got to work that out. Companies who are listening, who make those kind of packages, we've got to figure it out. Anyway, that's my little, it's a mini rant, but it is it's a rant. It is annoying. Yeah. It is annoying because you think like, especially when it's got the perforation on there. Yes. And I don't know, it's kind of hit and miss because sometimes I'm able to, it's always like a 50-50 shot. Am I going to be able to get this thing open right. or am I going to need assistance with yeah. liquid IV specifically? Like I try to, and half the time I can get it and half the time I'm left with a like mauled packaging and then I got to go get the scissors, you know? So yeah. And I, then I'm when you, you try a bunch of times and then you've made it worse because oh, yeah. you've worn down the material and you've made it more bendy. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to get that like tension that you need with the crisp yes, packaging. Right, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I'm hormonal right now. So when things like that happen, I'm like, what the fuck? Get it yes. together. You know, I'm like yelling yes. at the packaging like, Oh my God, come on. Oh. And it's just like, Oh, it's just plastic or whatever. Yeah. yeah. No. All right. What's your rant? All right. My rant, I've talked about this before, but it happened again. I was so annoyed this week and I talked about it long enough ago that I think I can talk about it again. I'm just recycling my rants. Turns out the same, <laughs> same things piss me off all the time. Right. So I made a nail appointment. I call in, I make a nail appointment. Yeah. I say, Hey, I'd like to get a dip Manny gel petty. Okay, great. What time do you want to come in? Which I hate when they say that. I hate when they say, what time do you want to come in? Cause then you're like, uh, how about this time? I'm like, Oh no. How about three? And you're like, why don't you just tell me yes. when you have available then, you know? But anyway, so he says, when do you want to come? I say, now I just start saying anytime I can come as soon as now. Yeah. <laughs> I usually say like as Smart. soon as now. So he said, okay, come at one, one o'clock. Get my name, phone number. I go, I check in at one. He says, oh, great. Pick a color, right? They always say, pick a color because it buys them some time. Do you have gel on right now? Yes, I do. Okay, great. Have a seat in this Mm. chair. You pick your color. You have a seat in this chair. And then they finally, 15 minutes later, it's 1.15, they come over and they wrap my feet. They don't do anything with my hands. So I'm like, okay, well, at least I can use my hand still on my phone. So it's 1.15, appointments at one, right? At 1.30, finally, they come over. And so I'm sitting there with the wrapped toenails now for 15 <laughs> minutes. Nothing's been done to my hands. And I, they come over and they start working. Finally start the water. They take that off, right? So then the pedicure starts. So it's 30 minutes later. And, I, and people walk in as I'm there, right? They're busy. Obviously, they're busy or they would be working on me. But uh, two people walked in while I was sitting there. Hey, do you have time for a pedicure? Yep, pick a color. And then they, you know, and Ugh. then the next person, hey, I was wondering if I can get a manicure. Okay, yep, have a seat right here. 
And I'm like, why do you, what is, I get that you don't want to turn business away, but it is so frustrating that like, that was 30 minutes of my life, really maybe 25 because you need five minutes to soak, but I don't need 15, um, to soak the gel. So 25 minutes of my life, I could have been doing something else. And I just, and then they say, yes, come into these people. Meanwhile, they still haven't had anyone start working on me yet. So there's two people, Manny Petty that need to work on me. And they're telling two other people, yep, come in Mm -hmm. and sit down. And I just think, what is the deal with one, making appointments and not sticking to them? And two, just constantly saying, yeah, I really appreciate a nail salon when you walk in and they say, okay, could you come back at 1.30 instead of, okay, pick a color and you'll just sit there for an unknown amount of time before someone's able to work on you because we can't possibly tell you that we're busy and we, you know, I just, it drives me crazy so you get when you're waiting, when you're in that moment, when you're sitting, pick a color and you're just waiting, 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 or you're like, yeah. or like when you're, when your fingers are wrapped and you can't use your phone. Yeah. Do oh, you, you get anxious? Yeah. Yeah. That's yes. me too. I get very and I start getting really mad. And so, yeah, before they started working out, I was like, well, I'm not tipping them. I'm not going to tip them that I'm so pissed. And then they did a really good job and they were really great. And so then I did, mm-hmm. you know, tip yeah. them. Then it's not their fault, you know. It's like the, the there's the one person like that spearheads the whole thing. But I then they come over and they're like, "Oh, sorry about the weight." And I'm like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, yeah." Mm-hmm. Like I'm all You're pissed gonna show off. Them. I'm just like, yeah. And, and then they warm up. You know, they they get me all buttered up, and it's fine if they do a good job. And they did uh, they did a good job at this place. But yeah, I get anxious, and I also will take the stuff off. I will if yeah. it, if they if they leave me sitting there with 15 minutes of this soaking, I'll just take the foil off my finger or at least a couple of them. Because also sometimes it starts burning yeah. your skin. Do you and notice I that? wonder like is this? I'm like safe? I've been soaking for 20 yeah. minutes. I've my had skin this has aluminum come off. with it's not just the polish alcohol yeah. on for an hour like are my fingers gonna be under there when you take these off (laughs) i don't know now i can go kill anyone because i don't have fingerprints (laughs) left and no one will find out like i can do anything kevin spacey watch out yeah it drives me crazy yeah (laughs) right yeah no i'm coming for you you piece of shit and i will never be caught yeah no yeah so anyway I i hate that too all's well that ends well because you know they did a really good job and it was worth the wait but i was just like sitting there like what in the hell do you make an appointment for why Yeah. What's the point? All right. Anyway. What's your rave or yeah. all rave? Okay. So we okay. then <laughs> we did practice two days at his daycare. I like to call it his school for some mm-hmm. reason. I don't know. But we took him to this. Yeah. We did a practice run because I'm going back to work. My maternity leave is over as of next week. So we did a trial run. Like Monday? Like Wednesday. you start Monday? Wednesday. So I have a short week okay. back, which will be good because it's a, another big change. And anyway, you guys, the first day of daycare was very emotional for me. It just, I couldn't stop Mm -hmm. it. I cried a lot that day. Just was hormonal and emotional. I didn't expect it to be as hard as it was. It was. My rave though is about technology because they have this little app that they use called Baby Connect. And throughout the day, they were taking pictures of him. Every little thing was documented. When I left, I got a little beep on my phone that said, Ben is doing, Ben Lude is doing tummy time. Ben Lude is in the classroom (gasps) belter. Ben Lude had a large wet diaper. So it like, I think that it could maybe make some people sad, like seeing pictures, like all you want to do is be with your child. It's the first like day kind of away like that. Yeah. But for me, it gave me a lot of peace of mind. I was so happy to have the technology. Yeah. And, you know, Ben Lou just drank five ounces of milk. Like it was everything. And yeah. they were very good about documenting everything, which was just cool. And I thought, wow, what a time to be alive. It made me feel a lot better in what was kind of a tougher week. 
And I thought that that was awesome that they did that. And I'm very thankful for it. So that is my rave. Yeah. I mean, it is a time, what a time to be alive. Now, let me ask you, what was the hardest part about dropping him off? Was it like worried you were going to miss something or worried that like someone you didn't know was taking care of them and him and they weren't going to take as good of care of him as you do? Or was it just like, because I can remember thinking like, oh my God, thank God I don't have to take her to daycare now since I get to work from home. And I, but I can't remember exactly why I thought that. Um, I can't even put my finger on it because I trust the school. I trust the daycare that we're taking him to. I knew that he was safe. We are paying for this service. Yeah. I think it was biological. I mean, I just, it was like, hey, and it was very transactional. It was like, you're you're taking the most important thing in my life. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, go have a good day without your arms or your, with like an, right, your heart right. is ripped out of your body. But go go have right. a great day. You know, it just right. – it was – and there's been a lot of change and it's all been very emotional and very hormonal. And I just – just cry. I just cried a lot, and I pr- I thought and of a lot of it was hard crazy for him, situations. Like for I I thought of like, oh my god, what if he's just crying and no one can pick him up? What if you know? I just I thought of all these mm-hmm. things that are, he's going to be fine. He's well taken care of, but it just was very right. emotional. And it was you know, it's the yeah. end of a very special chapter for us. We've been able to bond and spend time a lot of time together. It's me going back to work now. It's fear of missing out on things and moments and smiles and developments. And they had a, what alerts do you want? And one of them was milestones. And I'm like, oh my God, like I could cry talking about it. But I'm like, what if I miss first steps? Or what if I miss these things? And I think I just have to accept like I will miss things, but all of it is for Ben. I am working so hard Mm -hmm. for Ben so that I can, we Mm -hmm. can have a life for him that, you know, so we can go on family, so we can have a house <laughs> and yeah. electricity. I mean, right. basics, right. food. Yeah. Right. But, you know, I think some of it is just biological mom guilt and different factors, but I'm staying strong. I'm thankful for work and thankful for him. And we're going to get used to this yeah. and it'll be okay. It'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. You'll get into the, the new routine. Yep. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, I was thinking like, I don't want to be necessarily a stay-at-home mom, but I also can't – I don't want to have to take her to daycare right now, which Rev's starting school when we get back, and that'll be my first time. She's starting, like, a, mm-hmm. at the end of September. That'll be my first time where I drop her off with somebody. And I already – I mean, she's done a lot of the big milestones, but even, like, when, you know, someone watches her for the day, like when grandma and grandpa have her or whatever, I want pictures. Like, I want to know what she's doing. I want to know what she's up, to, what she's up to. Like, I know I'm not missing milestones, but I'm still missing moments, mm-hmm. you know? And it is for, for her. It is for Ben. But yeah, it's still, it's still hard because it's like, it's nice that then I get a focus, like we get to then focus on our careers and focus on creating the life that they deserve. But it's, it is hard. The other rave was picking him up. Chris and I couldn't wait to go get him and he was so happy to see us. And those will be moments that I look forward to now. And, and the other thing too, I think is when you only get a couple hours a day with him, in the evenings, 
those are going to be like the best instead of like, cause I have found like on the week. So we have help during the day in the morning and then on the weekends, it's just us. And by the, by that time on the weekends, when it's us all day, I'm like looking forward to her bedtime. Whereas during the week when we have help and I'm able to like do what I need to do in the morning and then I can just really love being a mom in the evening. And I feel like that'll be a thing too, where you're not exhausted And I feel like your fuse is longer with your kids when you have just those couple of hours where you just get to like relish in that instead of having them all day. So there are blessings too. Yeah. To your point. Totally. What's your rave? So we're in Dallas this week. I talked about that. I always get confused where we talk about things, but I don't think I talked about it here. Right. It's just on the other one. It's Patreon. So we are in Dallas now and we came here. We're here for two weeks because John's family's here. And part of the family here, his brothers are here, but one of his brothers married into this family that is like the tightest knit, sweetest family. There are... 11 grandkids and they, so we show up and on the Sunday of Labor Day, Labor Day. Yeah. And they decided to grill out all her families over there. All the kids, they're just like running around. I mean, there's teenagers down to four-year-olds, the youngest. And they are, the kids are all having so much fun and Rev loves water. And they were so nice to her. So kind to her, all these little kids. I mean, you expect adults to kind of be responsible and like, you know, care about your kid a little bit when their family and not run over her or whatever. But I was so surprised at how much these kids were in tune with Revy. And then the, mm. the next day we went over and on Labor Day, we went to her parents' house and all the kids are like paying attention to her in the hot tub. And she's throwing things from the hot tub into the pool and the kids are jumping in the pool to give her back. And they're just being so mm. kind. And then we went to a football game last night and they're like just playing with her in the bleachers and keeping her occupied because before they got there, she was running around like a mad woman. She wanted to go out on the field, run a few plays or herself, yeah. I think. And they were just like <laughs> playing with her in the stands and she was just loving it. And it made me so appreciative. Like it makes me wish we lived around, you know, like you're so, I feel like so lucky now that two of your close, like in that circle of friends yeah. that you're hanging out with, like you just, you just went to Montana with, they had babies at the same time. You'll have this whole group that Ben will get to grow up with and they'll be able to play while the parents have fun. And it's made me think, I wish we were closer to people that had kids. We don't have that in Arizona, mm-hmm. but it really made me so grateful for the time. You know how, for those of you who don't have kids, you know how, if you have dogs and like your day is better when you do something that's fun for your animals. Like you go Absolutely. exercise yeah. them and you're like, oh, and what a, a great day. Nothing better than a tired dog. Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, From they had the best day. So then you had the best day, fun. even yeah. though all you did was stand around watching them play or whatever. That is how I feel like also it is with the kid that your day now kind of rests on, did your kid have a good day? Like, was that a good time? Because was your kid entertained? So anyway, we're way over time here, but it was just um, Revy having fun and the cousins being so sweet it. and so nice to her and like caring about her. So I love it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, guys. we're way over. I didn't see how yeah. far over. Wow. Okay. We got a party to get to and I got to go feed Ben. So we're going to wrap it. We love yep. you guys. Thank you. We love you so much. You can sip with us always. Always. We will see, see you next, next Tuesday. Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Want more you can sit with us? How about another round of your favorite podcast? We Sign same, me up. same, same, same. Join us for another round over on Patreon. That's where we give you the down and dirty. We get yeah. 
raw and real. We raw dog it over there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Every Friday, at least, we drop Friday episodes over on Patreon and additional content. It's all ad-free. You can sign up. Go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash You Can Sip With Us or download the Patreon app and search You Can Sip With Us. Become a patron. Five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day. One day mm-hmm. out of 30 days, boom, paid for. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Totes, kibbutz. Do it. We'll see you over there. KCO. Every Friday, Love guys. Love you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.